Glessing, and I'm so joyful that you're joining me today on The Erica Glessing Show, where you receive eight minutes of inspiration for both entrepreneurs and lightworkers, and my next guest happens to be both. I think I had to travel across a few oceans to find her, so <laughs> I'm glad Kate B, and that is her real name, guys, I was checking too, Kate B is joining me from the Suburb School, so welcome, Kate. Thank you very much for having me, it's so good to talk to you. Yeah, so what country is that that you're in? So I'm in the UK. I live uh, near Manchester in the northwest, which is the extra rainy bit of England. Oh, is it okay? (laughs) Yeah, it really is. (laughs) I studied one summer, uh, I think it was near Kensington, Imperial College. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was so fun. Actually, you know what? It was a beautiful summer. It really, I re- actually, when it rained, I was glad because I'd heard so much about it. So I took lots of pictures when it was raining, but we actually had like a super sunny summer, which was very funny. So yeah, so I studied, um, I think I studied filmmaking with some, with the BBC program. So. Oh, really wow. Amazing. It must've been amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. So tell me a little bit about drinking wine o'clock tonight. Um, I love that. How to survive wine o'clock tonight. (laughs) Sounds so practical. Yeah. Well, um, I talk about it a lot because it's a real issue for so many women. Um, I know so many people who wouldn't describe themselves as alcoholics or wouldn't even say they have a problem with drinking. They'd be very reluctant to admit that. And yet every day when it gets to five, six, seven o'clock, suddenly the idea of not having a glass of wine seems really challenging. And, you know, having to deal with the end of day stresses and the kids and dinner and homework and all of that, sober, seems really challenging. So yeah, it's something I talk about a lot. And what my work is really all about is helping women find alternative coping mechanisms and proving that you can deal with all the ups and downs and tricky challenges of daily life without drinking. How did you get there yourself? Yeah, well, I really struggled with alcohol throughout my 20s. Um, I I was like your typical shy teenager and alcohol seemed to be this magic thing that turned me into the girl who could dance and talk to guys and, you know, be the person I wanted to be. But I... I just never had an off switch. And, you know, once I started drinking, I just never stopped. And I really struggled to find any help that resonated with me. Um, Because it seemed to be everyone was saying, well, you either just cut down, try and control it a bit better, or you go to rehab or AA. Right. And you're like, I don't really belong in rehab. (laughs) Exactly. I thought, I can't go to rehab. I'll be laughed out of there. I'm not a bad enough drinker. But yet I could see that alcohol was making me very upset and miserable and was having quite a negative impact on my life. So it really felt as if I was in this gray zone. And there, at the time, there just wasn't anything that catered for people like me. Um, and yeah, my gut... Sorry? So you built it. So I built it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like someone was telling me if you if there's not really good book like you know if you're stuck in a storm and there's no good book in your house you know write one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, that, that is what I did. And my gut feeling was that I, I couldn't be the only person who felt like this. Uh, I just knew there would be so many other women out there. And yeah, it turns out there is. Quietly, secretly drinking too much behind closed doors. So it's a very hidden problem. But yeah, you know, if someone so is listening to this. that and- are able to change, like what are some of the things you see for some of the people that have been able to, to change this? What are some of the characteristics of that? What does that look like? Uh, yeah, for, for, for many people, they start off by trying to cut down. But if that doesn't work out, and you know, they've, they've tried that and it's not really um, making them feel good. Many people start by taking a break for a while, just completely taking alcohol off the table. And the benefits of doing that for you know, a month, two months, three months can be absolutely transformational. You can lose weight, your skin will look better, you'll sleep better. And the chances are that whatever you've been drinking over, in sobriety, you'll find that time to actually tackle it and get to the root cause rather than trying to kind of smother and ignore it by drinking. Mm, so nice. it's so powerful. Yeah. Well, this is really amazing work that you're doing in the world. And um, what other inspiration do you have for people who are, you know, writing, creating? Mostly my listeners, I think, are light workers, people who are trying to change the world for the better. Well, I think just keep on doing what you're doing. We need more people talking about self-care and our emotions and taking care of ourselves. Because ultimately, I think anything to do with addiction, whether it's alcohol or food or spending too much time on social media, (laughs) so so much of it comes back to trying to escape how we're really feeling. And I know that- Maybe even too much time watching uh, March Madness. Yeah, yeah. I love watching basketball. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I had the most unproductive weekend. I was like, Erica, no more basketball till you get at least three podcast episodes done. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to trim my little March Madness attack this weekend. But, <laughs> so I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was just kind of like resonating with it when you said that, you know, that like addiction can come in all forms and, and shapes and sizes. So. Yeah. And I think we live in a world that's quite often encouraging us to escape and run away from our feelings. And yeah, sometimes we need a bit of distraction, but when it goes too far and we're suffering as a result, it's kind of time to look inwards and and think about why we're doing that behavior. Great. Well, I'm really excited to send people to your work. So why don't you let people know how they can um, meet you and find out more? Thank you. Um, so my website is thesoberschool.com. That's where I have my wine o'clock survival guide that we talked about. And yeah, I'm also on um, Facebook and Instagram at um, the Sober School. That's it. Perfect. Thank you, Kate.